Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting, stupendous, scrum diddly umptious episode of the Real Film Nerds. I'm your host, Matt, as always. And with me, my good buddy, the guy that always underrates me, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everyone. Well, how do I underrate you? What, do you? what are you talking about? When it comes to the reels. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. So maybe I'm a little harsher. But you were harsher on this last one that we just did with the uh, Halloween, I feel like. Well, because it was not a great movie. All right. It was mediocre. All right. Mediocre. I tend to be harsher, but for for whatever reason, I wasn't harsh on that one. And I don't know why. I I was in a good mood, maybe. I don't know. No, I think you secretly want to stab people with a kitchen knife. It could be that. It definitely could be that. Um, Sometimes when I'm driving around and people are uh, texting and basically not driving, maybe, maybe that is a solution to the problem. Well, and you driving around wearing a Michael Myers mask isn't making them stop already? I mean, it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah. Maybe you need to have the addition of the kitchen butcher knife. And so when they look at you and you're rocking the Michael Myers mask, and then you pull up the butcher knife, maybe then they'll stop texting. Yeah, and if I'm blasting the Michael Myers uh, music, like the the little, like... um the synthesizer sound. Oh yeah, dude. I think you could probably get like a remix of it too. You know, maybe like a dubstep version. Oh gosh. Dubstep. <laughs> be terrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. So Matt, what are we talking about today? Well, we are talking about a star is born and here is the quote that I am going to use from a star is born. And it's a long quote, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to do it anyways. It was said by Bobby. Jack talked about how music is essentially 12 notes between any octave. 12 notes and the octave repeats. It's the same story told over and over forever. All any artist can offer the world is how they see those 12 notes. That's it. So, Mike, since I already said we're doing A Star is Born... You want to uh, go ahead and uh, give us the rundown on probably a film that is going to sweep the Academy Awards this year? Yeah, uh, I actually, I, I really like that that um, that quote. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, directed by Bradley Cooper. It's actually his directorial debut. And uh, the writers are Eric Roth, Bradley Cooper, and Will Fetters. Um, it's based on, uh, it's kind of a remake of the original 1954 movie. And then there was another movie in 1976. So there's a bunch of credits for that stuff, but that's the general gist of, of that. Uh, Lady Gaga stars in this, Bradley Cooper, Sam Elliott, Greg Grunberg. Uh, it was interesting to see Andrew Dice Clay. I haven't seen him in a long time in anything. Uh, Dave Chappelle was in this and Alec Baldwin. And the summary of this movie is a musician helps a young singer find fame, even as age and alcoholism send his own career into a downward spiral. 
nice and short and sweet. So, Mike, it's actually a remake of a remake of a remake. The first time A Star Was Born was made in 1937. Oh, so so I missed one of them. Yep, they did it in 1954, and they did it again in 1976. Okay, my bad, my bad. It's all good. No big deal. So, I know I said it at the kickoff of this podcast, but this is a very good movie. Um, I don't want to use a trope that you use a lot, but I'm going to anyways. This was like two movies in one. You have the first half of the film that has a certain feel, a certain look, and following a certain character's life. And then you have the second half of the film, which is a completely different feel, following a completely different character's part of the life, even though both characters are clearly a big part throughout the entire film. But it's still, you can clearly see a first half and a second half, and they are completely different from each other. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so, Mike, what did you think of uh, Lady Gaga's acting? Uh, Lady Gaga? I liked... Uh, I, I, I really liked the movie. Um, I thought Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper were really good. You, you feel the chemistry between them and the... Uh, the music in this movie is uh, is really well done. Uh, it's kind of uh, country and some pop stuff, but I really liked it, and it was it parallels a lot with Lady Gaga's actual own her her story of how she made it in the music industry, and I think you can feel that. Like it 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 feels like that to me, and I really yeah. like that. Yeah, it's definitely a, a pop rock country. It's not full on what I would think is country. But again, I don't like to listen to country. I never really have. But I know what classic traditional country is, and that is not what this movie has. And I think that was probably a good thing because I'm not a super huge fan of these genres of music. I mean, rock, of course I am. But I did enjoy the music. I thought the songs that they picked were great i thought lady gaga did an incredible job especially at singing them i thought bradley cooper did a great job all around uh sam elliott i mean he knocks it out of the park this is probably one of the best performances sam elliott has ever done i mean how can you act out an entire scene with like another person with basically not saying one word i mean he did it though he killed it he made you feel emotions in scenes that it's just wow, right? Yeah, I really, I really like Sam Elliott. Um, I've, I've liked him ever since. For me, the first time I really remember him as a notable character was in Tombstone. So I th- Tombstone. Oh come on, man! Didn't you see Roadhouse as a kid? I did, but I remember him really well from Tombstone. So <laughs> I remember as this old dude that was kicking ass in Roadhouse and he's still around and he's still an old dude and he's still kicking ass. He's been like the same age for like the past 50 years. I, I love his deep voice. Like he has such a deep, like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. He, he just has that voice. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah, dude. Sam Elliott was the cherry on top of the, 
the Sunday in this film for sure. Well, what, what did you think? I I really liked uh, Dave Chappelle's part. It's I guess that was interesting. <sighs> I did not expect to see him, and he is freaking cut, dude. He is a he is a big dude now. He used to be a skinny skinny little twerp, and he was. He was a pretty big dude in this movie. Yeah, I, like physically. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't want to give away too much, at least not yet. But uh, his role is not a huge one. But I really liked his role. I I thought it was really cool. It was a very important role, integral role. Um, you know, it it helped develop a lot of the characters in the story, especially uh, Bradley Cooper's character. So. Did you fall asleep, Mike? No, 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 I didn't fall asleep. Okay. (laughs) It just got real quiet. Well, I was was taking a sip of my beer, Matt. I'm sorry. And and what IPA are we drinking today? Um, It is... uh, It's called Summer Days. It's uh, from Darwin Brewing Company. And is it like $37 a beer? Yes, I only so as a rule, like to be part of the beer culture, you have to pay a lot. So, and you can only drink IPAs. Yeah, so I only drink IPAs, and um, like I pay, like if the beer is like under a couple dollars, like I can't have it. I just I have to pay like six, seven, eight dollars a beer. I need that. No, no, dude, no. Six, seven, eight dollars is a cheap beer for you. I'm talking. You're probably like in the twenty dollar beer range, and we're not even talking at a bar. We're just talking going to a liquor store and buying a six pack. It's got to be twenty dollars a beer. Yeah, well, I mean, I was I was actually just at the beer store, and there is a beer uh, made by Dogfish Head. And the four pack of it, uh, it's, it's called 120 minute IPA, which 120 minutes is how long they do the brew. And uh, it was forty dollars for a four pack. And you bought like seven? No, no, I didn't buy seven. Only, only one. No, no, I didn't even buy one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But whatever. It, it, yeah, uh, I was. I was actually like. Because normally they just sell that beer by the single. So it was weird to see it as a four-pack, and it was weird to see it as $40. Now, do they have my beer there? Uh, The champagne of beers? Of course. Everybody loves the champagne of beers. Uh, I don't know. Like, If they do, it's on a shelf that's hard to find. Uh hmm. You know they they really cater to us uh, us us uh, hip uh, up and comers. You know. Oh my! Oh man! Did you just almost call yourself a hipster? Almost. You are a hipster, aren't you? Damn it, Mike! I knew you changed. Fucking hipsters. <sighs> yeah, what our, what our parents used to call. Uh, um, oh, what what? Oh man! Now I, I'm blanking. So what happens when you get old? So you're an old hipster. Is that yuppies. like a thing? My parents used to call them yuppies. yuppies. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if a yuppie and a hipster are the same thing. I think if generationally, if you changed around... Uh, no, I don't think they're exactly the same, but I think it's a similar type of 
profile. They 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 do the latest things. They they're interested in stuff like yeah. I don't think the dressing or anything is the same, but like they're up on the latest trends, I guess, and stuff. I think. Hmm. See, I would think that's more of a techie than a than a hipster. I, I would think a hipster is more about going the other way, like the record players and. Wearing skinny jeans and the weird hats and riding a bicycle. Oh, okay. I thought it was all about the 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 man buns and the uh, oh well the, yeah the, that too the, the beards and 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 flannels and and uh, all that. Yeah, but grunge had flannels. Yeah, yeah, but no. So there's there's a large difference between grunge and hipsters. Yeah, one's badass and the other one's not. Right, right. So, so <laughs> anyway, Matt, um, let's get back on topic. Uh, hey, would you be mad if I had a man bun at your wedding? Yeah, uh, Maggie put in a rule: uh, no, no man buns. You, you didn't see that on the website? No, it was not on my invitation. <laughs> no, it's not on the invitation. You're correct, but it is on the website. Cause yeah, dude, I seriously have a man bun now. Oh, you do? Yeah, I, w- I had to be like a hipster, dude. I got to fit in. Yeah, that's that's not loud, Matt. Well, shit. Mags is just gonna have to deal with it. She'll be fine. She'll get she'll get used to it. She'll think it'll look great. No, no, I, 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 I don't think. Yeah. Well. Well, it- all right. So. Sp- Speaking about man buns, right. uh, let's get back on topic about A Star is Born. Um, I don't know if we could talk too much more about ruin without ruining it. Like, I was going to try and make a mention about uh, booze, but I think that would probably ruin it. So I'm going to leave that out, especially you and your IPAs. Because, you know, Bradley Cooper doesn't drink IPAs in this. He drinks, you know, good old Coors Original and whiskey. Like a good country, you know, person supposed to. Oh, yes, yes. But all right, so Mike, let's uh, let's go ahead and start this down the path of uh, spoiling the hell out of it. Mike, how does A Star Is Born relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, so I'm I'm taking the easy one on this one. Um, Bradley Cooper is, um, in, uh, oh, oh no, now I'm going to forget the, uh, he's the voice, uh, he's the voice of, um, Rocket from, uh, Uh Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, one and two and Avengers, uh, the, the latest one, the, uh, Infinity Infinity War. War. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Man, dude, I think I'm going to have to repossess your nerd card. Yeah, yeah. You're already forgetting Infinity War. Wow. No, I no, it's not even forgetting it. I just I've I've, I've got a lot of stuff going on, man. I'm I'm very busy. What? Are you getting married or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Poor poor bastard. All right. Fine, Mike. Let's do it. Um, we are going to now spoil the shit out of A Star is Born 
So if you do not want to know the plot or the ending or anything of the remake of a remake of a remake, then uh, go ahead and uh, click this off and uh, read down towards the bottom of our show notes and you'll see our ratings and our reels or just fast forward to the end. Mike, fire away. All right, so... I, I really like this movie, and um, I guess for spoiler, um, I didn't know that this was going to be so uh, sad, I guess. Um, well, I mean... Yeah, I know. It, it, uh, Absolutely depressing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty sad movie. Um, it's... It, it 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 deals with like alcoholism and and all uh, yeah addiction and uh, lots of stuff and you know the I have personally dealt with some of that stuff so it was uh, uh it was it was very real it was it was a good um it was a good take on that and uh, it also even though it's pretty cliche the story is like. You know, some star comes and helps somebody become a star. It's still a good story. Like, I mean, this is there's a reason this movie's been remade like eight times. It's we still love it. We love the we love it. We love seeing this. So, but it's cliche because it's true. Because that's how this industry and the showbiz industry in general, not just music, is. It drives people that have an addictive personality, which a lot of them are, that have that personality to become a celebrity, it drives them to the edge. It just does. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, I, tried to, I tried to warn you a little bit about it, but I didn't want to spoil the movie before you went and saw it about, about the alcoholism, alcoholism and the depression and the addiction and all that, because I know it's... You know, still tough for you and the family to this day, but it it is a very very good movie, even though it it is very depressing, and and that's why I say it's like two movies in one kind of thing. You have the first act where you see Lady Gaga's character Allie, where she's a nobody that turns into a somebody. And you see her rise to fame. And then right when she gets her, like, I don't want to say peak, but right when she's starting to get noticed and she's on like Saturday Night Live and she's starting to turn into this pop artist, which kind of pissed me off, you know, but it definitely shows how quickly someone can sell out. Well, well, you see, I, I think get it, to that. It, it illustrated how the music industry, like, I, I, I guess I'm going to screw you up here but but there's a there's a point where one of the the um record label guys comes up and approaches uh lady gaga's character Allie, and he's like you got it we want what you got and then like she's like oh okay cool and then signs the record contract and all that and they're like okay well you need to be like this and you need to change your hair and you need to do this and it kind of shows how they they change you even though you didn't want to change and like I felt like Bradley Cooper's character in this this movie tries to tell her that you don't need to do that. You're amazing. A- anyway, but he wasn't... I guess, <laughs> this sounds terrible. I think he was just so drunk and, and messed up all the time. He wasn't able to 
arrange meetings like besides getting her on stage and stuff like I, I don't know like there's a point where he pulls her aside and he says I want you to be real all the time and stuff and I feel like he was trying to tell her without telling her that it wasn't a good move that what, what she was doing right uh, totally I, I feel like he was trying to tell her that and he was also trying to explain that um there's two stars there's you know and you see it today too you have the pop stars which are almost one hit wonders they might have a handful of good records and then you never hear from them again and then you have giant stars that are true to themselves and don't screw around and have a career a lifetime of music and it felt like bradley cooper was that lifetime of music that was hitting his downslope at an accelerating speed she was on her way up, but then sells out. And so she will be around for five seconds and then she'll be gone. Instead of having a career like Bradley Cooper that lasted a lifetime. Yeah, maybe. Um, I guess to me, in my mind, it kind of paralleled. This is just me, though. I felt like Lady Gaga was kind of like a Britney Spears or a Christina Aguilera. Right, where a pop star. Where... where they molded them to be the way they wanted them to be. But then when they got a chance to be themselves, they did do stuff that was different, but it was like much later in their careers because their contracts, basically they, they had no control over anything for years and years. Yeah. But look at it today, you know, um, uh, I'll, I'll use one of our bands, Metallica. Metallica is still going strong to this day. They're selling out arenas for insane amounts of money, and they're still going strong, still putting out work. And then, when was the last time you heard of Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears? Well, well, Britney Spears is in Las Vegas. She's playing like a permanent show, so that's kind of usually a downslope on your career. Uh, right. I haven't heard anything about uh, Christina Aguilera, but you're you're right. You're right. Um, it's it's awesome. But like Metallica, even Metallica had some struggles in the beginning because it took them a while before they could buy their own music. They had to buy their own music back <laughs> from the record label. And uh, that's a whole weird thing. But they own all their own music now. They have their own stuff, and it, they do what they want. But oh yeah, but I mean they've 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 had their struggles for sure. I mean, just look at um, what was uh God what al what album was that? Some kind of monster that the song that some kind of monster was on. You remember the movie that we saw? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the docudrama, well, documentary, I guess you would say. It wasn't really a drama, it was like a true documentary on Metallica. And that was like one of the darkest, downest periods of their entire run as a band. And that was not that long ago. So don't get me wrong, everybody has their ups and downs, but there's clearly a difference between a pop star and a musician that literally can't. People can't get enough, like you too. Yeah. Or Rush, well, you know? Well, well, well man, I'm, I'm going to throw one in here. You might not like it. What what about uh, Taylor Swift? Uh, she uh, She's an oddity, man. She is an oddity. I don't know. I don't know how she's doing what she's doing, but people still love her music, and she is the exception to the rule. I mean, but who doesn't love Tay-Tay? I mean, come on. 
Yeah, well, T-Swift. T-Swift. No, no, I don't care. She's Tay-Tay to me. Um, She writes her own music, and she always has, and she's always been... I, I don't know. She's she was country, but now she's pop. Like it's it's pretty interesting how things have gone with her career. Um. But yeah, she is definitely the exception to the rule because even though she's a big time pop star, she's still cranking them out, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess um, as uh, some of the people have said on the radio, uh, we just hope she never has a good relationship because she'll have nothing to talk about. That's true. That's very, very true. Wait, what's the radio? Uh, it's Is that like a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a streaming podcast that happens all the time. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, so Mike, we can really get into it on this movie because we both are very passionate about music, not quite this genre of music we're also very passionate about film and this is a blending of the two and a very successful blending of the two but uh how do you think bradley cooper did with his first round as a director man i thought even though this this movie of course has been remade what five times or whatever i thought he did a really good job and i thought lady gaga was awesome and I thought it was really cool to see Lady Gaga not in all the crazy makeup because often she's in this 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 crazy makeup. And well, that's one thing that's interesting is that a lot of people didn't even recognize that it was her, right? Because she's usually dressed up and doing all these things, and and that's fine. I I understand a lot of that is is her, and and she really fought hard to be herself. When she became an artist, because in the movie, it even talked about how they told her she wasn't pretty enough and her nose wasn't right. I think that's directly from her life. Oh, I would believe it. Now, Mike, you know there is a Netflix documentary on Lady Gaga, right? No, I did not know that. Yeah, I have not had a chance to see it. I'm kind of intrigued to see it. But it was during a very, very, very difficult time in her life. And they followed her, I think, for a year? Or was it six months or something? But it was all leading up to um, her show at the Super Bowl. And there's actually a, a scene in the documentary where she is meeting with or talking with Bradley Cooper about doing this film. Oh, that's kind of cool. And so that's kind of neat. It, for those of you who, like myself, I haven't seen it yet. I just heard about it. But um, that might be a really nice addition to this film because they kind of do parallel themselves. Like, now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Lady Gaga dresses up and looks all crazy because someone's telling her to do that. I think that's her. I think that's what she wants to do. That's what she likes to do. She's expressing herself as an artist. I have no doubts in my mind that what she does is her record producer or label trying to tell her to do that shit. I think that's all her and it, you either take her, take it or you leave it because I that's kind of how strong of a woman she is. Yeah, I think all the years of stuff that she put up with, I think she just is like I want to do whatever I want to do 
and this is what right. I want to do. And yeah, take it or leave it. Exactly. And more power to her for that. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a true artist because she doesn't give a shit about the money or about this or about that. It's all about her craft and creating the best experience visually and vocally for her audience. And that's a true artist at heart. So anyways, I like 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 we said, people, Mike and I can sit here and talk about this shit all day long. Even though both of us probably aren't huge Lady Gaga fans, we still pay attention and know of her and know of her music and a lot of things that have gone on. We're both, for those of you who did not know, we're mostly metal, alternative, rock kind of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely rock kind of guys. But uh, I I even kind of like that um, Bradley Cooper's uh, character is supposedly, uh, or supposedly from Arizona. So there's a couple Arizona yeah. references in the movie about, like, pecans and like a couple things but like that's it oh yeah like they, they like yeah. not really too much just a little bit like like i i like that oh especially how he said it like that's straight up out of, out of arizona because there are two ways of saying pecans and you know most people around here say pecans but there is a branch that says pecans and he said it pecans which was interesting that is interesting because I've said it both ways, and my mom always yells at me when I say pecans instead of pecans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's like, no, no, that's not how you say it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Oh, and then, you know, his, like, symbol, I guess you'd say his symbol, or his uh, logo was the Arizona flag with his initials in the middle. Yeah, no, I saw that. Like, like I remember when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, I'm going to just go see that movie because it's like Arizona. Right. Yeah. And it's, I don't think they filmed anything in Arizona when they shot this, especially when he goes out to uh, the part where he goes out to find his father's grave and it's a wind farm. That's not Arizona. I don't know of anywhere that has a wind farm in Arizona. That's California all, all day long. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't filmed in Arizona at all. If it would have been a solar farm, then it would have been a little bit more believable. But it's always odd how they always say Arizona, and then they show you the most bleakest, like, boring, deserty kind of look of Arizona. And, you know, about 60% of Arizona doesn't look like that. Yeah, yeah. Usually with a saguaro, though. You got to throw that saguaro in there. Oh, yeah. You have to. You have to. That's like a That's like a requirement. So, all right. Well, Mike, you and I can sit here and talk about this movie all day long. But I'm sure our um, four listeners really would like to know what we thought of this movie. Oh, you know, I got one that's related to this. Um, Lots of people, lots of critics, lots of reviewers are saying this is probably going to just destroy at the Academy Awards. What do you think about that? Do you think it's at that level? I'm not sure. Uh, yes, I think it should do well, but I don't know because it came out in October. I feel like the Academy Awards doesn't look at anything until November. And every once in a while, they'll look at something that's like earlier. But last year, I believe they had Get Out and some movies that came out way early. Uh, um, Dunkirk and, and, and some things. So, so maybe they are open broadening broadening their horizons i don't know but uh i i I hope hope they are i hope i hope 
I hope this is on uh, a few of the things. I Bradley Cooper did amazing job directing and acting, and and Lady Gaga. Like I felt you you feel the stuff in the movie. Like it was very authentic. Yes, I agree. The only problem I had with Bradley Cooper's directing was he really, really, really likes the tight shots. He didn't do a whole lot of big, wide um, scene-setting shots, which, being a photographer, I bounce between the two a lot, but being a sports guy, I do a lot of tight. The tighter, the better, because that's where the nice, hardcore action is in sports, is a nice, tight shot. But sometimes you need to pull back and you need to set the scene. And I just felt like there wasn't enough of that in this film. There was some, but just not enough. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, but that's not a huge thing. But yeah, you're right. No, yeah. no he still did, for his first go, he did phenomenal. He did way better than most people, most actors transitioning into directing would have done. For sure, hands down. He did better than 90% of them. Yeah, and that there was singing and stuff. Like, this was a complicated movie to make. Oh, extremely. Yeah, extremely. And you were saying they shot it in, what, 42 days? Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw some trivia saying that it, it, it was done, production was done in 42 days. That's crazy, especially something like this, where they got to have music going and lining, lighting it up with them moving their mouths and stuff. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But as far as the Academy Awards, for me, I think this will probably get at least nominated for quite a few. But the one that will upset me, and I'll just put it out there right now, if Sam Elliott does not win Best Supporting Actor, I'm going to be upset. Okay. All right. He just was phenomenal. Just phenomenal in this in his, in his this role. He was really good. So, all right, Mike. So, how many reels do you give A Star is Born? Well, Matt, uh, I'm going to give this movie four reels out of five. I really liked it. It was uh, it was really good. I think people should see it, and people are seeing it. It's it's got the staying power. It's done really well. It's been out for three weeks, and I think it's still second. I believe. Yes. Um. The latest numbers I saw. Uh. For those of you who do not know, we're recording a little bit early on this one. Um. I think Halloween opened this past weekend, and Halloween is at number one. I believe A Star is Born is number two, and Venom is number three. Yeah, I think that's so, correct. A Star is Born has, uh, to be expected, has unseated Venom. Because Venom, when Venom debuted, it was Venom, or premiered, it was Venom and then A Star is Born, because they both premiered on the same weekend. Yep. And so now, A Star is Born clearly has more staying power than Venom. Yeah, and I, I, you know, yeah, it's got legs. I, like I, I think it's it's uh, the rumors, and and people are going to see it. Um, it's 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 a love story, but I mean, uh, of course, it's kind of sad. But um, dude, it's a dark love story. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it is a love story. Yeah. So, all right, Mike. Well, I don't mean to copy you, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I thought it was very well done. 
the singing was fantastic. The music in general was fantastic. The acting by Lady Gaga was incredible. I mean, this role was made for her. What would she do as good in another role? I don't know. Um, I don't really watch American Horror Story. I know she's done that. I know she's done some television here and there. And I think she's done maybe some smaller parts in movies like she was in Machete and stuff like that. I'd like to see her do another kind of big, almost starring role like this or co-starring role in something that's not music related, something that's not something that she's not familiar with and see how she does with that. Because then I can truly judge how she is as an actress because it feels like she, this part was kind of almost perfectly written for her. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like it was her story and she just, she put everything into it. Yeah. And it shows and Bradley Cooper, fantastic. Sam Elliott, incredible. You know, I, I, I can't recommend it enough. I think if it's still in your town, it's still here in Prescott. Uh, I'm not sure if it's at both theaters, but I think Harkin still has it. I, I highly recommend you should go and watch this movie because it is very good. Just be prepared to have your heart broken. Yeah, it's sad. So on that note, I don't I don't have anything else to add. Mike, uh, you got anything else? To add, or do you just want to take us out of here? No, no, I, I think I think we're all set. Um, our our next one uh, is going to be one of our favorite um, Harvest uh, Horror Fest movies. Oh, so we're gonna we're gonna do this on we're gonna release this one on Tuesday, and we're gonna do Harvest Horror Fest on Thursday. I think or so. Do you want to flip? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I mean. Well, because I'm just trying to figure out, because we didn't say October Horror Fest, because uh, the next one will come out on November 1st oh, well, instead of in October. Well, may- but as long as you're cool with it. Well, it'll, it may- uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I still think our next one should be The Cabin in the Woods. And Okay, well, we'll do that. Look for our final Harvest Horror Fest of the season, Cabin in the Woods on Thursday, November 1st. Sound good? Yep, sounds good. I'm that's going to be a long one. All right. Well, we'll we'll do it. We'll, we'll we'll work our way through it. We'll love it. Yeah, we'll try not to make it too long, but it's going to be a long one, man, cuz I love that movie and I know you do too. Yeah, I do like that movie a lot. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude. Like I said in the our last podcast, that's one of the few Blu-rays that wasn't Star Wars that I pre-ordered because I loved it that much. Yeah, that is that is quite impressive. So, all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Mike, go ahead. Take us on out. All right. Um, yep. I think that's all I have. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.